Hello, word nerds. Welcome to dun, 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 the dictionary. All right, today is April second. We are at the end of page one ninety eight. Hello, how you doing? Please, 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 please write me a review. I love hearing what you gotta say. Just have fun with it. You can message me and email me. Message me on the social media. Email me on the email. You can leave me a Google Voice message and I will listen to it and maybe I shall play it on a future episode. Give me some ratings. Subscribe, subscribe, and share it. Share it all over the place. All right, the first word is celebrate. C-E-L-E-B-R-A-T-E. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to keep my chatter down because this is a little bit longer uh, section. Okay, it is a verb from the 15th century, starting with transitive. One, to perform publicly and with appropriate rites. What are you performing? You are performing a sacrament or solemn ceremony. To A, to honor as a holiday, especially by solemn ceremonies or by refraining from ordinary business. To B, to mark as an anniversary by festivities or other deviation from routine. Three, to hold up or play up for public notice, as in, her poetry celebrates the glory of nature. Nature does have a glory, doesn't it? Now we have intransitive. One, to observe a holiday, perform a religious ceremony, or take part in a festival. Two, to observe a notable occasion with festivities. And the synonym is the word keep, K-E-E-P, keep. I'm not sure how that's connected, but okay. Celebration is a noun. Celebrative is an adjective. Celebrator is a noun. Celebratory is an adjective. This is from Latin celebratus or celebratus, which is from celebrare, which means to frequent or celebrate. From celebre, which means much frequented or famous, and perhaps akin to the Latin celere. And I also would guess that it is somehow related to that fun word we had in the last episode, which was Kaylee, spelled with a, starts with a C-E, so maybe they're connected. I'm not sure. All right, next we have a celebrated adjective from 1580, widely known and often referred to, as in a celebrated author. And another synonym, or just a synonym, is the word famous celebratedness is a noun next is celebrity noun from the 14th century one the state of being celebrated and the synonym is the word fame two a famous or celebrated person we are so uh enthralled by celebrities we celebrate people why do we do this why are we fascinated by them I just think that idea is so funny. And, you know, I am I do it too. I like celebrities. I recognize people. I know their names. I know their faces. And they are they are known to me. I'm not known to them, but they are known to me. And I just, uh, but, they're, but they're, they're people just like you and me. And that's what you have to remember. Aren't they? Maybe. Next, we have celebutante. It is a noun from 1939. A debutante who has attracted such media attention as to be considered a celebrity. It is from combining celebrity and debutante. Why 
did this become a thing? I don't know. Next, we have Celeriac or Celeriac. Celeriac. Uh, it is a noun from 1743. A celery grown for its knobby edible root. Celeriac. Uh, okay, why are you grow? Why do you want this knobby edible root? I'm not sure. The scientific name is Ap- Apium graviolens rapacium. Uh, and it's just an irregular form of the word celery. Next, we have celerity. Yep, celerity, noun from the 15th century. Rapidity of motion or action. This is from the Latin, uh, let's see, celeritas from celer, which means swift. And there's more at the word hold. Next, we have celery. Celery, or you could just say celery. Some people like to make it two syllables instead of three syllables. Celery. I like celery. It is a noun from 1664. A European herb of the carrot family, specifically one of a culted variety with leaf stalks eaten raw or cooked. The scientific name is Apium graviolens. And the uh, the culted variety that you can eat raw or cooked is Apium graviolens dulce, or dulce, or dulce. I don't know how they pronounce that. Uh, let's see. This is an obsolete French word, celeris, from Italian dialect word celery, with an S, which is the plural of celero, modified. Yeah, that's, that's good for that. Um, a lot of people don't like celery, I don't think. Uh, but it's pretty good. Doesn't have a ton of a flavor, I don't think. But you know, when you put on some peanut butter on it and uh, raisins, that is called ants on a log. And some people like it, and some people don't like it. I like it fine. I don't mind it. It's not a thing I make, but it's fine. And I've heard uh, you don't know what the science is behind this, but supposedly celery has negative calories because it's filled with a lot of water, and there's not a whole lot of. Um, not a whole lot of uh, substance to it, and so it literally takes more energy to eat it than it does that you get from it. So you're, you're burning calories when you eat celery, and I've heard because of the way that the fibers are uh, in the thing that it they say they, I don't know who they are, but they say that it's like, uh, it, it's good at cleaning out your system, cleaning out your guts, cleaning out your intestines and colons for some reason. I don't know why it maybe grabs onto stuff and pulls it. They say that it's the uh, the toothbrush for your intestines, something like that. I've heard that. I don't know how true it is, but, you know, it's a vegetable, so you might as well eat it. Uh, next, we have celery, cabbage, two words, noun from 1930. This We have the synonym uh, no, it is the B definition for Chinese cabbage. So Chinese cabbage, celery cabbage, it's the same thing. Next is celery root, noun, from 1947. It is two words, and we have the synonym celeriac, which is the one that we read before. So, uh, yes, it, that's what, that's the one that said it's uh, known for its edible root, and so you also just call it celery root. Next is Celesta, or you could say Celesta with a CH sound, uh, or you could say Celeste, spelled with an E at the end instead of an A. Celeste, Celesta, Celesta, Celeste, all of those. 
noun from 1899, a keyboard instrument with hammers that strike steel plates producing a tone similar to that of a glockenspiel. This is a from a French word, celesta, which is an al- uh, alternative of celeste, which literally means heavenly. So somebody thought that the sounds that it makes are heavenly. I don't know if everybody would agree with that, but that's what they thought. I'm uh, semi-familiar with these. Uh, I've definitely heard of it. I've seen them. Maybe we'll post a picture. Uh, They're not super common, I don't think. Next, we have celestial or celestial or celestial. Celestial. How should I say this? Celestial. That's how I'll say it. It is the first form. There are a bunch. Almost all the rest of the words in this episode start with celestial. I had no idea that this word gets used so much. What is it? It is an adjective from the 14th century. One of relating to or suggestive, suggesting heaven or divinity, as in celestial beings. Two of or relating to the sky or visible heavens, as in the sun, moon, and stars are celestial bodies. 3a synonyms are ethereal and otherworldly as in celestial music. Oh, you know what? I bet this is related to that instrument we just talked about because it means uh, it means heavenly. The sounds came from the heaven. And where were we? 3b synonyms are Olympian and supreme. And number four is capitalized of or relating to China or the Chinese. Okay, why? It has its own etymology. It is from Celestial Empire. That is the old name for China. Ah, okay, got it. Uh, What about the regular etymology? It is from the Latin Caelestis, which means celestial, from Caelum, which means sky. Okay. Oh, and celestially is an adverb. That was the first form of celestial. Now we have the second form of celestial. It is a noun from 1573. One, a heavenly or mythical being. Two is capitalized. And we have the number one A definition for the word Chinese. I had no idea that celestial could also mean Chinese or the Chinese empire. That's fascinating. Next is celestial equator. Two words, noun from 1848. The great circle on the celestial sphere midway between the celestial poles. Uh, Wouldn't that just be the equator? Or is this something above the earth? I don't know. Yeah, okay. Next is celestial globe. Maybe this will give us more information. Two words, noun from 1668. A globe depicting the celestial bodies. I'm guessing those would be, you know, the planets in our solar system and maybe the constellations. Uh, Next is celestial hierarchy. Two words, noun from 1768. A traditional hierarchy of angels ranked from lowest to highest into the following nine orders. Angels, archangels, principalities, powers, virtues, dominions, thrones, cherubim, and seraphim. I feel like we must have read that when we read angels before, right? Probably. Next is celestial marriage. Two words, noun from 1862. A special order of Mormon marriage solemnized in a Mormon temple and held to be binding for a future life as well as the present one. 
Next is Celestial Navigation. Two words, noun from 1939. Navigation by observation of the positions of celestial bodies. Yeah, if you uh, don't have a GPS and you're on a boat in the water and you got to figure out where you are, you can follow the planets and the stars and, you know, it takes a lot of studying, but you can do that. Next is Celestial Pole, P-O-L-E. Two words, noun from 1848. Either of the two points on the celestial sphere around which the diurnal rotation of the stars appears to take place. Next is Celestial Sphere. Two words, noun from 1829. An imaginary sphere of infinite radius against which the the celestial bodies appear to be projected and of which the apparent dome of the visible sky forms half. That was a very confusing way to say that. I feel like it's similar to the celestial globe. It's just the, uh, you know, you look up above the sky, north, south, east, west, all around the globe. You look out towards the sky, and uh, it's this imaginary sphere that's around us that goes on forever, or at least as far as the universe goes, and uh, everything that's out there is in the celestial sphere. That's what I'm saying. And our last word for this episode is celestite or celestite c-e-l-e-s-t-i-t-e celestite noun from 1854 a usually white mineral consisting of the sulfate of strontium okay so we had celebrate celebrated celebrity celebutant celeriac celerity celery celery cabbage celery root Celesta, oh no, so yeah, that's that's one way to say it. Celestial, celestial equator, celestial globe, celestial hierarchy, celestial marriage, celestial navigation, celestial pole, celestial sphere, and celestite. Um, well, I guess I'll just pick celebrate as the word of the episode because it's fun when you get to celebrate stuff, and. Uh, Obviously, the easiest thing I can do is celebrate this podcast good times. Uh, All right. What do we got today for holidays? It is April 2nd. Uh, World Autism Awareness Day. I like that because uh, how do I put this? Um, Well, autism has definitely become the autism spectrum has been much more prevalent over the last, oh, 40 years, probably. And uh, this is not scientific in any way, but I have, I think, learned that I am very, very slightly on the autistic spectrum. Um, Not that it would ever be uh, called that. uh, It would not be clinically that in any way, but um, I definitely have some tendencies in that way. And so, uh, you know, let's celebrate our friends who are on the autistic spectrum it is also Good Friday. It is the sixth day of Passover. It is in the UK Walk to Work Day. In Belarus, it is Union Day of Belarus and Russia. Uh, it is Remembrance Day for veterans and fallen soldiers of the Malvinas War that is in Argentina. It is also a International Children's Book Day. It is Thai Heritage Conservation Day in Thailand. 
And what is our fun holiday for April 2nd? It is Walk to Work Day. Oh, see, that was in the UK. It's here in America as well. So if you are able to physically go walk to work or, you know, physically go into your work, maybe you can try walking there. Uh, I actually do used to do that a lot. Uh, my job is about 1.3 miles away. And uh, sometimes I would walk there because I could. Well, I am going to end this episode, and I am going to record a short exclusive episode for Patreon, so if you would like to become a patron of this, you can give me, uh, well, I guess to get exclusives, you, you gotta go five bucks a month, uh, but if you want early episodes, it's only one dollar a month, it is super cheap, you get lots and lots of episodes very early, and um, so the exclusive I will be reading is, I think, page three of the Indispensable Dictionary of Unusual Words. Go buy the book, and then you can follow along with me. Uh, that's all I got to say today. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.